Hey, welcome to the Monday Morning Show. That's Ryan G. Hensley, the host of the Ryan G. Hensley Show. I'm Grant Cohn, chilling in the Cone Zone. Uh, the Niners are the talk of the NFL, the best team in the NFL. They're like the most interesting story in sports. This is the most interesting story in American sports, and we're covering the team right now. How lucky are we? Really, we're lucky. We, we lucky put in guys. a lot of groundwork on this one. Never yeah. doubted this team for a second. Mm. They went into Philly. I picked the Eagles to win, of course. And uh, the <laughs> Niners won by a whole lot. And what I think, the cool, let's start right here. The coolest thing about this win is that the Niners talked trash for a year about it. They lost <laughs> to the Eagles. They yeah. called them frauds, essentially. They said, we're going to come back to your house and prove it. And they did. And they were so disrespectful about it in the best <laughs> way possible. Yeah, I mean, they showed up wearing all black, like some assassins, right? Some Terminator vibes, like, like uh, yeah, Terminator, like they were Terminator. showing up to the Eagles' funeral. Yeah, and they talked about it for what? What's it been? I don't know, eight months or so. I don't know what the, what it 11. is. Something like Easily. eleven months. Yeah, We've been talking eleven months, talking trash. If we had Brock, we would beat you. Uh, Debo called uh, Bradbury garbage trash. or trash or whatever it was, and then he they go out and just back up everything they've been saying like that's some of muhammad ali type stuff that's some floyd Way, um, mayweather type stuff right there and i'm all for it like if you talk trash and you don't back it up that's not a good look but if you talk trash you call your shots and then you back it up that's that's some next level stuff right there i loved i loved it man especially this against this philly team right this is a a town and a fan base that loves to just talk and they 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 couldn't back it up, and they talked a lot of trash too, but they didn't back it up where the Niners did, Debo did. Uh, it was great to see. I'm all for it. Yeah, I think for a fan, for a, just observers of the sport, when two teams make it personal, it's fun. Now, yes. I think like th there's a line you shouldn't cross. Like I thought George Kittle having the shirt that said "F Dallas" was kind of lame, um, but. The fact that there's like a personal grudge rivalry between two teams is great. Yeah. And I like that. I mean, the, the Niners put so much, Debo had so much at stake like in yeah. this game. If they lost, they'd be jokes. If he didn't perform, he'd be a joke. And the whole, not just the city of Philadelphia, but the whole NFL would laugh at them. And for them to go in there and Debo have three touchdowns and the team to win by 23, I mean, it's legendary. And like you and said, it's like Babe Ruth calling a shot, like pointing to the, yeah. to the bleachers and then actually hitting the home run. Yeah. I, the NFL needs more of this stuff is what I'm trying to say. It's a very buttoned up, um, sterile league where everyone like, pretends like they respect their opponent and pretends like they're friends with everyone. But it's, uh, it's a very violent sport that's very emotional. And I think it's cool when we get to actually see how these players feel about their opponents. Yeah, it was very old school. I mean, they, they, they used to do a lot of that. Now with social media age, like you look at NBA, same way. They're all friends. They're all buddies. Uh, you know, NFL is the same way. But this is different. It's an old school vibe. Like you said, Babe Ruth, Muhammad Ali, Floyd Mayweather, calling your shots and then following through and backing up your trash talk. I loved it. I'm down more. I, I watched your show last night, um, as I always do. To me, that's the best show. That's the best 49ers show on YouTube when you recap the game. Best by Thanks, far. Man. Uh, I got to catch it every week. And, yeah, you were talking about it as well, just just being able to back up what you say. Uh, they need more of it. It actually builds the theatrics. It, it escalates things. It makes it more entertaining. I'm all for it, man. But then you just got to back it up. I like how you compare him to Floyd Mayweather, too, because I was, I was just talking about Floyd Mayweather with my dad. And the thing with Floyd, Mayweather, with Floyd Mayweather when he was in his prime to me was that people would tune in hoping he would lose. Yeah. He was the bad guy. He was originally Pretty Boy Floyd, and he was a defensive fighter, and people thought he was boring, and he wasn't selling fights. Then he kind of rebranded himself as the bad guy. Mm -hmm. And he could still be that defensive kind of boring fighter, but everyone would tune in and be like, is Ricky Hatton going to knock him out? No. Is this right. guy going to finally beat him? No. And I think the Niners have sort of like embraced being the bad guys. Like, look, we're going to cross the line a little bit. We're going to be disrespectful a little bit. And yeah. when we when we do it and we lose to Cleveland, we look really stupid. But when we do it and we beat the crap out of the Cowboys and the Eagles, I mean, yeah. it makes them look really intimidating. AJ Brown, who's actually, uh, I believe him and Debar are cool. But AJ Brown was interviewed after the game, 
and was talking about how they walked out and interrupted their quarterback drills before the game, just walked through their QB drills, just being a little bit disrespectful. Uh, and But A.J. Brown says he likes it, man. He likes their playing style. He likes how they handle themselves. Uh, and he 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 would I think he would deep down side Edge Brown would like to play for the 49ers a little bit. Uh, he likes that 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 chip that these 49ers have. And hey, a lot of these great teams that win, they have that chip. So we'll see, man. I'm I'm excited about this season. I thought the Eagles were supposed to have it. Like Nick Sirianni doesn't bring a whole lot to the table. He doesn't call plays. He brings a culture. And the culture is supposed to be this like Rocky Balboa. Super tough, blue collar, Philly. Uh huh. But yeah. in this game, the Niners were the they, they just they just waltzed into Philly. You know, didn't didn't wipe their shoes on the mat. Just grinded them in the couch. Got yeah. dirt all up in their couch. Yeah, and walked out. It, well, what people I don't like, realize, I like these versions. I like these Niners. I like these Niners. Yeah, it, what people don't realize is uh, Sylvester Sloan was actually from Hell's Kitchen, New York, and he moved to Cali, and that's where. You know, he sold the script for Rocky Balboa. So maybe it's California that that has this this rocky yeah. edge in New York. And, and I Philly, man. They just got a statue yeah. of a of a character that was made up. <laughs> Errol Tolbert says, unpopular opinion, Brock is not elite. He's a very good quarterback in the system. He does what is asked or told of him. If you take emotions out of it, you can see he benefits from great yak weapons. All right. Is Brock Purdy elite? He leads the NFL in quarterback rating by lot. He's at 116 something, which currently is the ninth best season ever in terms of quarterback rating. And not far off from what Matt Ryan did under Kyle Shanahan in 2016. His quarterback rating was 117. Yeah. And he was the MVP and he went to the Super Bowl and he lost. But he won the MVP that year and he was great. Mm -hmm. I don't know that he was ever elite, though. Is Brock Purdy elite? That's a tough question. His numbers are definitely elite. You know, a lot of people, people were upset with me. I said uh, Brock Purdy was solid. He was good in this game, made no mistakes. Really good game. But, like, Brock Purdy against uh, Tampa was a better game. Brock Purdy against Jacksonville was a better game. Brock Purdy against Dallas. Those were all better games for Brock Purdy. He did exactly what they asked him to do, which was a lot of short dump-off screen passes. Debo had 117 yak yards. Um, 117 yards and 116 of them are yak yards. So to, to me, I think just the weapons showed out yesterday. I think the Brock Purdy, or the MVP of the yesterday's game was Debo, and in general is CMC. But Brock Purdy did exactly what was asked of him. He's the perfect quarterback for this system. The system is perfect for him. It's a fantastic match. He's playing. To be real, I think he's playing. He's playing the. He's playing like the best quarterback in the NFL right now. He's. And I'm not saying he is the best quarterback in the NFL. I think that's, you know, we'll have to see how years and years play out. But I'm saying right now, statistically, he's playing like the best quarterback in the league. Is he elite? I don't know. I, I feel like we need more time. We need to see what he does in the playoffs. We need to see what he does when he has to carry the team a little bit. Right. Y yeah. Yesterday, CMC and Debo kind of carried carried it. Really, they really did. And that's not a knock on Brock Purdy. It was a good game plan by Kyle Shanahan. Get the ball out quick. Don't let the pass rush affect you. Let your, your the Yak bros do their thing. It was a perfect plan by Kyle Shanahan. Brock Purdy executed it flawlessly. But that doesn't mean make. I, I just gotta. I just gotta see what he does in the playoffs. Yeah. If, if this man wins a Super Bowl, a early. hell yeah, yeah, he's elite. Yeah. It's a little early. Um. But yeah, I mean, like to be fair to him. So they had this game plan yesterday of putting him in the shotgun, getting the ball out quick, throwing like these, like a. Yeah lateral passing game but it's not like they were doing that because of him they weren't working mm -hmm. around his deficiencies because of the right. offensive line and right. the eagles defensive line that was the biggest mismatch in the game it'd be interesting to see how much better he'd be with an like a real offense not a real offensive line but a real good offensive line yes i can't say that he's elite yet he might end up being elite but it does seem like he is a very good quarterback on a very good team kind of like matt ryan in 2016 like he was the mvp he had one of the greatest seasons ever but Matt Ryan was never an elite quarterback. Am I? He was a very good quarterback. Yeah. I think Brock Purdy's yeah. a very good quarterback, and I think he might be better than – like, I think I, I he might be better than Matt Ryan ever was. I really don't care for quarterbacks who can't move unless they're Peyton Manning or Tom Brady, and Matt Ryan wasn't that. Brock Purdy can really move. I love his mobility. It's It's got to be the most underrated. Everyone talks about his processing and right. his accuracy, 
which are both excellent, excellent, excellent. But his mobility is what yeah. me gives him a chance to become elite. Did you see him lower the shoulder on that scramble? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, yes. hand on over two guys. That was phenomenal. Yeah, I loved People it. People just loved don't it. understand how mobile he is. He's yeah. explosive. He's tough. He's strong. He's not like Jalen Hurts, but I, sometimes he feels like he's like quicker than Jalen. Like Jalen Hurts seems kind of slow to I feel me. Like Brock Purdy is perfect for this team. Like perfect. I don't know. I mean, I know there's like you know there's Patrick Mahomes could go to any team, any system, and be a phenomenal quarterback. But like this offense and was made for Brock Purdy, and Brock Purdy was kind of made for this offense. And when they're clicking, I don't know if there's anybody that can stop them. I mean, the, we'll I see against the Ravens, but outside of that, I don't, I don't really know. And why is Purdy the perfect fit for this offense? Well, you don't have a player like Tyreek Hill. You don't have the, – the quarterback doesn't have the burden of really pushing the ball over the top. You don't have to. That's right. not what this team does. What this team – what makes this offense unique are the all the different players who can get yards after the catch on short passes. So you really do need a quarterback who's, who's really good at short passes. But you also need a quarterback who's mobile because this offensive line just isn't good enough. And yeah. you got it. I mean, there's probably other quarterbacks who could do this too. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm sure CJ Stroud could do a pretty good job on the It's not the hardest thing in the world, but it is a, a specific skill set. You got to be willing to distribute the ball quickly. And you have yeah. to be able to make plays at times too. How many guys can do that? Like, Russell Wilson could do it. Um, some guys could do it, but that's what it is. I mean, you look at who's doing more with less. It's not many of them, but Stroud, you bring him up. He, I think he's doing more with less in Houston. I think Mahomes, his system is great, but he only has Kelsey, really. He doesn't really have a lot of weapons. He might be doing more with less. Uh, Tua, he's doing less with more, I think, uh, from a speed standpoint, at least. Uh, Brock is doing exactly what is at being asked of him. He's doing a phenomenal job. You know, it's not a knock on Brock Purdy to say that he's in a great situation with great weapons and the offense that's perfect for him because he's going out there and he's executing perfectly. It, like I said, I think it's a perfect match when they're all clicking on all cylinders. I don't see a defense really stopping this team. I think they can score 30 plus on any team in the NFL. I mean, I know they struggled against the Browns, but I think if you play the Browns again, they would they would be able to do their thing. Uh, I think they were just a little off for whatever reason, but they fixed that. They're back in stride. This is a Super Bowl caliber team for sure. Yeah. So look, he could win the MVP this year if he finishes the season with a one sixteen quarterback rating. It doesn't really matter what his skill set is. Yeah. If he has the number two or number one seed and a one one seventeen rating, he's gonna be the MVP and he'll deserve it. And he could also win the Super Bowl this year. That doesn't necessarily make him elite though. I think it, that's something that he'll have to prove over time. And if he accomplishes those things uh, this year, that'll definitely be something that's within his grasp. But um, he's favored yeah, on just, that MVP. Yeah, but it's really, it's really, it's a quarterback. It's a quarterback award, right? I don't even know if Brock Purdy's MVP on this team, to be real. Like, I think CMC's the MVP on this team. I think yesterday Debo was the MVP in that game. Um, but it's a quarterback award. So if you're doing the most, it should be MVQB, right? And if most valuable quarterback. And I think that award should go to Brock Purdy based on what we've seen so far. Also, I think we forget this is what's supposed to happen to quarterbacks in year two of the Kyle Shanahan system. Remember, Matt Ryan was good his first year under Kyle, and then he was great his second year under Kyle. Didn't ha get to have a third year. Jimmy Garoppolo, people get, just kept saying, wait, wait for year two of Jimmy. And it never came because I don't think he was really. I'm just guessing, but I don't think he was really as dialed into the playbook as Matt Ryan and Brock Purdy right. are, were, are. So now you have year two of Brock, and it's like he has mastered this system in a yeah. way that Niner fans haven't seen a 49ers quarterback master a Kyle Shanahan system. And on top of that, he's making no money. His, his playmakers are phenomenal. His defense is phenomenal. It would have been interesting to see Brock Purdy come back from 14-0 yesterday as opposed to 6-0. I'm not saying yeah. he couldn't have done it. Uh, but the defense really put him in a good in a good spot. Like the offense didn't show up for a quarter, and the defense kept it a game by yeah. holding in the in the red zone. It would have been interesting to see what what. So he got a little bit lucky there, but then they what, they scored six touchdowns in a row. Like I haven't seen a Niners offense do anything like that since they had Steve Young. That's crazy. Yeah, this is it's super fun to watch, man. Brock Purdy is he's he's just very fun to watch. It's an unbelievable story to go from Mister Irrelevant, last pick in the draft. Hurt your UCL injury, come back, play that team who has the best record in the NFL, 
beat them in their house, and then you're now you're the MVP front runner. Like that's some Disney type ish right there. Like it, it uh, it's a crazy story, uh, and I hope it ends with a Lombardi Trophy. Uh, that's really what would top it off. Can you imagine the Brock Purdy guys the 49ers to a Super Bowl win? I mean, I, I absolutely can imagine it could happen this year. Yeah. It could happen this year. How much is this guy going to get paid? He's If he continues to play the way he's playing, even if he doesn't win the Super Bowl, if he plays like this, this dude is going to get paid. Brock Purdy is going to be a balling. <laughs> he's going to yeah. have a fat crib in Arizona somewhere. Yeah. Now, I just got to be careful with that. Nick Nick Foles had one of the greatest seasons of all time. Nick Foles won a Super Bowl. Brock Purdy, he still has another year. He has to prove himself. Yeah. But so far, I mean, like, if he was on the Dolphins, would he be starting over Tua? I don't know. Because they got to get the ball downfield to Tua. But on the Niners, would Tua be starting over Brock? I don't think so, because Brock's so much more mobile and better at avoiding pressure than Tua. Yeah. Brock's perfect uh, and- for this team. But is he perfect for other teams? I don't know. Like, if you put Brock on the Jets right now, Oh shit! You put Brock on the Jets right now. Like, would he be carrying that team? Like, I don't think so. That part we don't know yet. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I just know that like, as far as pushing the ball downfield, yesterday was a dink and dunk game. But what I know now is that he does. He's not a dink and dunk quarterback. He just had a dink and dunk game yesterday because that's what was asked of him because that was the best way to attack the Eagles. But we know he can do more than that, and that's what I'm saying. Like against Dallas, he went off multiple deep shots. Against Jacksonville, same thing. Three touchdowns over 20-plus yards against Jacksonville. He had you know, two of them against Tampa Bay. So we know he can push the ball downfield uh, to, to, you know, in that 40-yard range. He can do that, and that's what I wanted to see more of last year. Like this game yesterday was actually more like how he played last year, a lot of short, quick passes. Uh, and that's yeah. why I was like, can he do it? But he's already shown us this year that he can do it. So, uh, you know, he's he's well-rounded. I think I think on Miami he would be okay because I, I – I, McDaniel would dial it up for him. I think he could do it on Miami, but there's and the thing that's that people forget about the Niners too is like, yeah, he's he could be a dink and dunk quarterback, but it's a dink and dunk offense. When you have McCaffrey, Debo, and Kittle, dinking and dunking is always a good option. And when defenses overcommit to stopping that, now you have Brandon Ayuk catching you know the ball twenty yards down the field. It's a very well-rounded offense, but what makes it unique is how explosive their dinks and their dunks are. And there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, that's essentially. The West Coast offense, extended handoffs, turning into big plays because of yards after the catch. And it just seems like it took Kyle a long time to get there. You know, like you don't run the West Coast offense. Bill Walsh has all those installation tapes there, but you run your dad's offense, which is outside zone paired with play action. It's different. Like it's running to set up the pass. The West Coast offense is passing to set up the run, extended handoffs, and you have the team for it. And you have the quarterback for it. And I don't think you did have the quarterback for it in the past. Couldn't trust Jimmy Garoppolo. Couldn't put the game in his hands. The more he passed, the more op- the more likely you're going to lose. But with Brock, you can trust him to throw 35 times in the game. I think. Yes, you can. You, you can, can trust obviously. him to distribute the ball. Yeah, and based on his numbers. Trust. Yeah, based we on his numbers, about what, what, We were talking about what was the offensive uh, adjustment going to be this year? Trusting Brock. Yeah. And he has. Passing. Yeah, you you and I were speaking on this a few weeks ago that they need to start passing Gotta the ball pass. more and trusting Brock, and they have been doing that, and it's working. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and the thing is, going back to dink and dunk is only a problem if that's all you can do. Brock has shown that he can do more than that. He's that he has the deepest yards per attempt now. He he's completing a high clip over ten yards, best in the NFL. Um, so he can do more than dink and dunk. Yesterday was just that's what he was asked to do because that's what worked best in that situation. Mm-hmm. It's only a problem if that's all you can do. And last year, I didn't know if that was all you can do yeah. because that's all he did. And that's why I said it. But this year, I've seen him do more. And I love it because that, to me, makes me feel like they got a real shot at winning this thing. Yeah, if they wanted to push the ball down the field, get the ball over the top of the defense, they'd have uh, a wide receiver with 4-3 speed. They'd have someone like Marquise Goodwin or Tyreek Hill. Um, and they would have a right tackle who could pass protect. Right. They don't have those things. So right. as long as they're built to just get the ball out quick, do it. I don't understand. Right. I mean, and, and on those weeks when you have when you go up against a team with no pass rush, yeah, get the ball downfield to Brandon Ayuk for sure. This right. wasn't one of those games. Kyle Shanahan figured it out. Um, and yeah, I mean, like it's hard to knock a quarterback who's having a, a statistically historically great season because he's not that big or he doesn't throw the ball that hard. Like 
Who cares? Okay. Well, the one thing I want to say about yeah. Brock Purdy before we move on about him is it's not going to be this just because he eviscerated Dallas and the and Philly in the regular season. It's eventually going to be harder for him. It's gonna he's going to be in closer games eventually this year, and it may not be against a team that we expect, but I still want to see what he does in those games because his worst moments have come in close games. You would think so. You would think you he's going to be. So. You would think so. I mean, but maybe not this know, year. Man. Maybe he'll cruise. Maybe he'll cruise this year, but eventually in his career, he's going to be in close games. The team won't be as good as getting older, and then they'll see how good he is really, and they'll just, they'll be able to decide is he worth $45, $50 million a year or 20 Well, the only people I'm paying that kind of money are elite quarterbacks, so he has time. Exactly. He's got another year and a half to prove it. He's got these playoffs, but I think Brock Purdy's about to get paid, man. It does kind of feel like the Niners' year. Like, Remember when the Seahawks won the Super Bowl? In yeah. 20, like, well, yeah, the, the only yeah. team that really challenged them was the Niners. Yeah. And once they beat the Niners, they just, they, well, they went 43 to eight in the Super Bowl, something ridiculous. Right. I can see the Niners kind of having a year like that. There's just That's no team. Saying. There's just no other team right now, but there's there two more months to go. A lack of change. <laughs> That's true. There was something off in those three weeks. I'm still not sure exactly what it is. Was it Trent being on Debo being on? I don't know what it was, but there was something off in those three weeks where they lost. Outside of that, though, they just beat the crap out of everybody. So when they're clicking, they beat the hell out of everybody. And you're talking good teams. You're talking about Dallas, the Eagles. So they can definitely, I could see them going through the playoffs like that, really. If they're all clicking, they're healthy, I could see them going all the way, uh, beating the crap out of teams. It's possible. Okay, before we get to some super chats, let's play some prize picks. Our sponsor, we got a game tonight. Let's get the banner up so everyone knows. Boom. Okay, so we got a game tonight. We got Cincinnati and Trevor Lawrence. Jake Browning is a starting quarterback in the NFL for Cincinnati. Let's start with him. 220 and a half passing yard. That seems like an easy one for me. What would you do? I'd go under. <laughs> yeah, I don't easy, know. I don't right? know. Yeah, under I me, mean, less, That's, less than. Okay, yeah. less. And then Trevor Lawrence, 246 and a half. I'm not a big Trevor Lawrence guy, but Cincinnati has nothing to play for. I don't know, man. What do you think about Cincinnati's defense? Trevor Lawrence, he, he can have it was good games. Against Brock. It was good against Brock. I'm going to go under, man. I'm gonna yeah, go me under. too. Let's go with the yeah. left. They made Brock look bad in that game. And Brock, as we know, is an elite quarterback. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jamar Chase, 59 and a half receiving yards. I'm going to go more than for Jamar Chase. Because he's the offense. He is the offense. He's the offense, right? Okay, we'll go more for Jamar. Uh, Let's go hmm, rushing. Where's rushing yards? Rush yards. Okay. Joe Mixon. No, Travis Etienne. 67 and a half. 67 and a half for Travis Etienne. Mm Nah. That's tough. No. He has been playing well, but I'm gonna say under. I'm gonna say less than. Yeah. I just saw him against the Niners and I wasn't impressed. Yeah. No, I mean the Niners are different, different beasts, though, you know. So uh, I don't know if you can judge that on that. True. But yeah, I don't know. He he's had a hell of a great season, honestly. Um, I guess it, it's gonna be close, but I would say less than. Okay. Josh Allen, 0.75 sacks on Jake Browning. I'm gonna say greater than. Yeah, I'm gonna say he's gonna get I one. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's get one more. Let's get one more interceptions. Yes. Trev- no, can't do him twice. Uh-uh. Rush. How about Hold on. Let's get, let's get Joe Mixon in there. Joe Mixon. 48 and a half rushing yards. Tough. It's um, tough because the Jacksonville Jaguars a have a good defense. Jaguars yeah. have a good run defense, as we know. And it seems like the only thing they can, I mean, without with a backup quarterback in, all eyes on Mixon. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say less than on that one, too. All right. So we got Mixon, Allen, Travis Etienne, Jamar Chase, Trevor Lawrence, Jake Browning. These are my prize picks for tonight. If you're playing, definitely take the picks that I do because I always win. I always win, except for the times when I lose. I have $296 <laughs> in career winnings right there. Right there, baby. 20 to win 440 is. That's good. That's a good risk. Yeah. You know? Hell yeah. And if you want to play, just uh, check out the the banner, use uh, code CONE, C-O-H-N, get 100% deposit match up to $100. I get a little money too when you use my code as well. So if you're going to use prize picks, I would highly recommend you use code C-O-H-N. And remember, if you want to bet 40 bucks, 
they'll match it. And all of a sudden, boom, you bet 80 bucks, but it was only 40. That's how generous prize picks is. Do it. The holiday spirit. But they do that all the time. Thank you, prize picks. All right, let's get some uh, super chats. Elite Archer 23 says, Errol just wants to keep a dead narrative alive. Oh, that Brock Purdy is an elite. Okay. Kill a Mig 831 says, I said Purdy was going to go over 300 plus yards on the show with the coach. I also said BA would go over 150 yards. I just got that wrong. It was Debo. I'm so happy he backed up all his poop talking. Yes. Poop talking. Me too. Yeah, it was Keith a great Foster catch by B.A. B.A. had a great catch in the end zone, though. He had to dive and lay out for that one. So great he did catch. have that. Yeah. Keith Foster says, Grant, can you stop? Can you now stop talking about the Eagles? Yes. I'm done talking about them. For a few weeks. And the playoffs comes, we'll probably have to see them again. That, that's They're the other there. thing that was good about this game, Grant, is that the 49ers and Brock Purdy, <laughs> Brock Purdy got the Eagles monkey off his back, right? Remember how Steve Young removed the Joe Montana monkey off his back? Brock Purdy had this Eagles monkey on his back. He removed it, right? So he knows he can go in there and perform and be all right. He also knows that the, the, the Niners, they all know that they can go into Philadelphia and win. So even if they don't get the number one seed, this was great preparation for them. They got to have even more confidence going in there in the playoffs if they have to. Yeah. And one thing about the Eagles, like, they were really good last year, but they lost both their coordinators. And both of their coordinators are now, like, good head coaches. Shane Steichen is in the – I said the Niners should hire him. Probably I was a little premature firing Kyle. We needed to give him seven years. It took him seven years. But yeah. Steichen is, has the Colts in playoff contention. Jonathan Gann is doing well. I mean, he just won. He just mm-hmm. beat the Steelers. Um, so I don't think the, I don't think the, the defense Eagles is taking are quite a huge as good as, yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. the Niners exposed them. I think what we're seeing is there's only one team in the NFL that's that good. Like every single team, even the Chiefs, is like not that good. Yeah. Right. What team is right. that good? One team. Yeah. The Niners. Yeah. The Niners. So, yeah, yeah. I'm going to stop talking about the Eagles. I'm not impressed. Keith Murphy, the unbeaten, says he looked like a mobile Drew Brees. I mean, He's he looks mobile. like he he physically looks like Drew Brees because they're like the same height and <laughs> complexion <laughs> and stuff. Yeah. They're similar. Yes. Diego says, do you think we see an emotional drop similar to after the Dallas game? I would hope not. Not in December. They're not going to drop their emotions against the Seahawks at home, right? The, the Seahawks is always so. a good rivalry emotional game, yeah. Although everyone knows the Seahawks are trash. It's true, also. RG says, Niners O-line is why Brock is elite. Imagine him with a good O-line. Imagine him on the Jets, though. He's got to be on the Niners. He's got to be on the Niners, but they do need to get a better O-line, and I'm I'm hoping they really invest in this draft. This upcoming draft is one of the deepest tackle uh, drafts in years. There's a lot of high-graded offensive tackles coming out of this draft, and the Niners will have a first-round pick again. I think they're going to beef up the O-line this year, hopefully, and and that's really good. Gabriel Medina, 92, says, let's go Niners. A bet is a bet, my G. Okay. David uh, Sante says, what quarterback rating is Mahomes? I don't know. You can look that up. Patrick Mahomes stats, Google, and then you click on any anything that pops up. J.R. Beckles says, your early season takes on Purdy didn't age well. Yeah, but this face has. What do you think? <laughs> You've aged very well, Grant. Yes. Hey, shout out to Brock Purdy for proving me wrong. As a fan, I like it. If there's anything I got wrong on Brock Purdy and, it's, and he's proven me wrong because of success, I'm a 49ers fan. I love it. Please, right? I, when I said he was dink and dunk last year, I said it last year. Um, to be fair to myself, most of the games he was playing in was dink and dunk games. He didn't show us that he could pass deep consistently. He did this year, and I was, so I was wrong about it. And I love it because I'm a Niners fan. I want an explosive offense, and Brock Purdy's bringing it. So thank you. I just want to say everyone agrees he's on the best team in the league, and he hasn't won the Super Bowl yet. So so far, so good. With Brock Purdy, but we've seen some interception issues. We've seen some turnover issues. We've seen some injury issues. He's got a couple more year, uh, months to go. And last year he got real close. He hasn't done it yet. He could. He might just do it. But let's wait till he does it before we start putting him in bronze. Keith Murphy, the unbeaten, says Niners one on one in the open field with those guys trying to tackle is a total mismatch. Even Jennings was throwing their secondary around. True. Uh, that game was an eight-point game when Debo Samuel caught the ball at uh, midfield and went for a touchdown. And Ronnie Bell definitely held a guy on that team on that play. Ronnie Bell, man, the, if there's one thing I want to see different from the Niners so far is 
Take Ronnie Bell off punt return. Please don't ever let him return. He makes me nervous, man. No, yeah. He makes what me is he nervous. doing? He shouldn't be back. Oh, there, one man. thing I want to say, though, is Debo should be the kick returner. Like, I love that. Oh, that's elite. In the playoffs, against All the Eagles, time. I got it. In the playoffs, Debo should be the kick returner. Hell yeah. The whole time. The whole time. Absolutely. Jay Smooth says, hopefully we can score like this against the Ravens, a better defense than the Eagles, in my opinion. Yeah. All of a sudden, I'm looking at the Ravens as being a more, like, formidable opponent for a couple reasons. One, better defense. Two, yeah, better quarterback. I'm down on Jalen Hurts. Although, what? Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, for two weeks. He was just holding the ball for hell long, but Baldinger was kind of showing, like, no one was open for him. Yeah, I mean, Jalen Hurts, that wasn't a good performance by him. I mean, he had tons of time, but also I, I think we're going to – are we going to talk about the DBs later? Uh, we'll talk about that sure. later if we're going to. But uh, what I was going to say is I honestly, man, the, the, I, this Ravens-Niners game could be a Super Bowl preview. It really could. I think I could see the Ravens squeezing by the Chiefs and the Dolphins and making it all the way. We could be up for a Super Bowl preview on Christmas Day. I, I I really like the Ravens. Their defense is really good, especially in the back end. And Lamar Jackson is so unpredictable and so good, uh, especially against NFC teams. He's like nineteen and one against NFC opponents. Um, so I I, I, I could, this could be a Super Bowl. It's the number could, one defense in the league in terms of points allowed, and the number seven offense in the league in terms of points scored. That's a pretty good team. They've right. won six of their last seven. They also lost to Cleveland, although not PJ Walker. I don't think. Maybe they did. No, they lost and, to the Steelers and, La- and the Colts. Yeah, and Lamar had the best game against the, the Browns, I believe, so far this year. Uh, so well, that was a couple weeks ago. I haven't looked up recently, but I'm telling you, man, I think they this, haven't this really Baltimore, beaten anyone, man. I'm sorry. They Who's had, Baltimore's wins: Houston, Cincinnati, Cleveland, Tennessee, Detroit, Detroit, Arizona, Seattle, Cincinnati, L.A. Chargers. They beat Detroit. They smacked they beat, the crap out of Detroit. They beat Cincinnati, who beat us. It's true. Yeah. They beat Cincinnati twice. And they're good against the NFC opponents. This could be a tough game on Christmas. We'll see. No doubt. Um, they yeah. could definitely. But it's a, it's, a, it's a game the Niners could win, considering they're the best team in the league right For now. For sure. They should win every one. Yeah. They could win any game. Yeah. yeah. David E. says, now we have to wait until the Niners play players age out to see how good Brock Purdy is. Where are you on giving Darnold an opportunity? I said the Niners should play Donald against the uh, Bengals because Brock Purdy had a concussion five days before. I was right about that. Brock Purdy was crap in that game. Crap. I don't want to see Donald anymore. Like, he's just – Donald's had we his We saw chance. him yesterday. He was great. The handoff? That was elite. So good. Yes. Jordan Matthews says every elite pro team needs a Draymond Greenlaw. That's true. Yeah, what do you, what do you think about I just feel like that? Greenlaw is he, – he, he needs to bring that stuff in, man. He, he needs to knock that off. It's been a pattern for him for like years. Yeah. You don't have to hit guys out of bounds. And then, although the security off. That dude's foul too. Dom. Yeah. No, I, I like Greenlaw's edge. He just has to like bring it up to the line, but not cross the line. And he sometimes crosses the line. He just got to bring it right up to that line. Don't lose sometimes. your edge, but but just keep it below the line. Right. Because in the playoffs and Super Bowl, you don't want to, you don't want these penalties affecting the game. They should put that on prize picks. 15 yard penalties on for, for Dre Greenlaw. Greenlaw. Half what do you think? 0.5 more than yeah, be, it's 0.5 every game, right? Every yeah. game, every yeah. game. El Jefe <laughs> says, I like the assassin Brock. Gotta get a jersey. Broccoli? Broccoli. Broccoli. Um, Crazy Rod 16 says, Yesterday's Kyle Shanahan proved he was a better coach. And, uh, he has the better coach and team. He also wanted to back up Debo trash talk with three TDs. He did this before with CSC TD streak. All right. Josh Wyatt, just tuned in. What are we talking about this morning? You, how right you were. Rob Watson, how does it feel to be the last two guys pretending anyone would trade Brock for Tua or he'd forget how to play if he was on the Jets? Give it up, guys. Who said that? Who said that, Rob Watson, laying down? I just said I wanted to see him play on the Jets. I'd like to see him play on the Jets. Can you sit up? Can you sit up for your profile pick, please? Joey Lappin says, what quarterbacks would you take over Brock excluding contract? Um, what QBs will we take over Brock, excluding? So if we don't consider the contract. What quarterback will we trade straight up? I would this. I definitely Patrick Mahomes. There's zero question about that. I'm a, Josh Allen. Josh I, would, Allen. I, I would say Josh Allen. Take Justin Herbert. Probably Herbert take probably. Jackson. I'm out on Jalen Hurts. That's not. I think that's probably it. I'm trying to think if there's anyone else. That's probably it. I think those quarterbacks with Kyle matched with Kyle and these weapons would do 
I'll uh, probably take Joe Brock. Burrow over over Brock, although Joe's hurt. Probably, I would take Joe Burrow over Brock Purdy. Um, not many. So what? So what that tells Tua, us? I think Tua would put up the same numbers in the Niners. I'm a hater. Sorry. I don't think I would take Tua over Brock. Just they're because I feel like I like Brock's mobility, and they're yeah. pretty much they're very similar. And in this offense, I think Brock has it dialed in. So I don't think I would take. Tua I don't think Brock. I would take Dak over Brock. I know a lot of people like Dak. Something about Dak. I don't know. I feel he's like he's not as mobile year. as he used to. He is. He is. Maybe yeah. he'd be great on the Niners. I mean, I think he'd probably be really good on the Niners too. Dak's interesting. I don't. I don't think I'd take Dak over him. I don't think I would take Stafford over Brock Purdy. Not at this point in his career, no. Stafford's uh, careless. Yeah, I mean, I, Brock is perfect. Like I said in the beginning of the show, Brock is perfect for this offense. This is this offense is exactly what Brock Purdy does. I might take Stroud over Brock. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because if you look what Stroud is seven do, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's, so that means Brock. I might even take Russell Wilson over Brock right now. Sorry, maybe if, not. If maybe they're the not. same age, same contract. Probably. I mean, he's over there playing with Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy and freaking. Yeah. Like, what would Brock look like on the Broncos? Yeah. I, 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 I just I, it it does say though this this is Brock's twentieth game. He's in his second season, and he's a top ten quarterback in the NFL. He's putting up top sure. number one. He's putting up top numbers in the NFL. So that's it's really good. Keith Murphy, the unbeaten. His first games, he hit two deep shots uh, against Tampa. I thought Purdy gave us his. Uh, a much more downfield element. You thought he was dink and dunk last year. Stats don't back that. They do, my friend. So he was seven. He threw under ten yards seventy-one percent of the time last year. This year he's only doing that sixty-one percent of the time. So that's a big jump. That's ten points difference between. He was throwing under ten yards seventy-one percent of the time last year. This you year don't he's need doing stats. It. You don't need stats to prove this. You can use yeah, your you eyes. Just watch. I, I hate that about sports, where like especially like baseball, where like you can't just look anymore. There, there's right. some people pay like, oh my god, the Niners are like eighth in DVOA on stopping passes over the middle. Like, dude, you watch the Niners play, you know watch what they the game. can do. Yeah, you don't need you don't need all these like advanced numbers to tell you what to see, what to believe. Uh, people are mad at me because I said Debo was the MVP of the offense yesterday, and they're all oh, Brock has four touchdowns. How could like, dude, yeah, he did, but like, come on, man, did you watch? If the you've game? ever watched, if you've ever watched Brock play, you know he doesn't have a strong arm. You know, pushing the ball down the field isn't something that he's as good. I mean, he's better than Jimmy at it. He gives him more of a downfield element than they've had in a very long time because his predecessor was Jimmy Garoppolo. But you you know what he what his strengths and weaknesses are, and you can find stats that'll change that. But he knows it. You know it. Kyle knows it. It's okay. Brock is Every- way more accurate downfield than Jimmy. Jimmy had a better arm. I like Brock's willingness to throw downfield. And that's why I took back Dink and Dunk because to me. Dink and Dunk, what I meant was he just didn't have a strong arm, but he was willing. Brock is a willing participant in deep shot. He'll throw it downfield, mm-hmm. and he'll connect at a higher level than Jimmy. Jimmy was too scared to do it. So, I mean, but, yeah, he was dinking and dunking way more last year. This year he hasn't done that at all very much. This last game yesterday, that's what he was asked to do because that's how you would beat the Eagles. Um, and so he did it. But now we know he doesn't have to do that. That's the biggest difference. Yeah, Matthew Sanders, this just in Kevin Jane signs on for Paul Blart. Paul Blart for fly. <laughs> fly. <laughs> Silky Smooth Smithers says Niners slowly becoming NFC East owners or NFL owners. Shizza P says this team deserves a nickname. Any suggestions? No, they got to win the Super Bowl first. No. They're, they're approaching nickname level. Nico to the P says Niners winning Super Bowl better than what people think about Brock is more important. Okay, oh, fair. Sure. D Flow says, Morning Grant, just watched your video arguing why Purdy isn't the MVP. In my opinion, it's not an award for best, most talented player, but most valuable player. And Purdy is that kind of why it's a quarterback award. It's just hard to me, like to say he's the MVP of the league, but I don't even think he's the MVP of his of his offense. I don't even think his coach thinks he's the MVP of his offense. Maybe I'm wrong. He's the it's hard, man. Most successful quarterback, he is. Most successful quarterback, best statistical quarterback this year, he is. Most valuable means like, are you the most valuable player on your team? Like, I think Patrick Mahomes is the most valuable player on in the NFL right now. But Brock's performing at a valuable level. Now, Christian McCaffrey, the things that Christian McCaffrey does is he's killing it. Like, Christian McCaffrey's on pace to have 2,000 total yards 
And he has, what, 17 touchdowns right now, 1,500 yards? That's phenomenal. Tyreek Hill, the thing's Tyreek Hill is going to have 200, two, probably 2,000 receiving yards. He says he's going to set the record in receiving yards. So he's very valuable for that Dolphins team. I don't know if I would say Brock is the most valuable, but since it is a QB ward, I think he'll win it. Uh, if he continues to play this way, I think Brock wins it. Okay, here's why I think Christian McCaffrey should be the MVP of the 49ers and therefore the MVP of the league. Uh, yes, Brock Purdy has great numbers and he's the quarterback and that should just give him the award by default. But I think it's like McCaffrey's the Steph Curry of this team. He's the one that sort of bends defenses and makes them break. And James Bradbury explained it. Here's a quote from him after the game. They do such a good job with jets and motions, both pre and post snap. When you play defense, everybody has to see things the same way. If you have jets and motions, our reads can get kind of murky. So that's what they did. And that's what kind of put us in a bind. And then once they ran and got the ball in their hands, they did a good job of getting yards after the catch. It's very tough to play this team with man to man defense across the board because they have a dynamic running back in McCaffrey who can get mismatches against linebackers and safeties. We want to do a good job of mixing our zones in there. They won with the mismatches and whatnot. Uh, so to me, it's like, yeah, Brock's really good. But when you have a weapon like that, teams are terrified to play man-to-man -man coverage because how many teams have a linebacker who can cover Christian? One, two, maybe three teams. Everyone else is like, if we play man-to-man -man coverage, Christian's going to kill us as a receiver. So we have to play zone, and then Purdy dices that up too. And I think they're, that's why like, Christian's the one that simplifies everything. Christian's the one that he takes all the focus, so the job is easier for Debo, Ayu, Kittle, Purdy. That's the way I look at it. Uh, if it's just purely a quarterback award, then it goes to Brock Purdy. But I think when in terms of value, it's a value award. And I think the one that the player that's freaking defense is out is McCaffrey. And the, the player that's sort of making everyone else better, elevating his teammates is McCaffrey. His the threat of him makes everyone else way better. Maybe I'm wrong. That's the way I see it. If we're just doing that, it should be if the Dolphins end up with a better record than the Niners, which they won't. It should be Tyreek Hill. If the Niners end up with a better record than the than the Dolphins, it should be Christian McCaffrey. If we're really being honest about things, but the Niners have the most. What I love about the Niners and this Niners team is they have a great defense. They have great offensive weapons. They have a quarterback who executes everything perfectly. They got a coach in Kyle Shanahan who's dialing up everything perfectly. They are the most well-rounded team in the NFL, and that's why it's hard for me to just be like. This one guy is carrying the team because out of all the teams in the NFL, they're the least likely of all the teams to have the one guy that's carrying them, right? If you look at the Chiefs, no-brainer. Patrick Mahomes is carrying that team, right? If you look at the Dolphins, it's really McDaniel and Tyreek Hill that are carrying that team. You could do that for most teams if you look at all of them. But for the 49ers, it's like it's the whole team. They're just killing it. They have uh, – they're the best team in the NFL by far. Yeah. I guess – I keep going back to the three-game losing streak. You take away Trent Williams and Debo Samuel, and all of a sudden Brock Purdy looks like a totally different person, which gives me some pause before naming him the MVP. Whereas McCaffrey, like, yeah, some teams have kind of shut him down as a running back because you have to, but you can't shut him down entirely. He's always going to score a touchdown. He's always going to get yards. He can he can affect the game as a receiver or a runner. You, you, you can't like take away a couple players and all of a sudden Christian looks mortal, but you take away a couple players and all of a sudden Brock Purdy looks like a totally different guy. That to me indicates that Christian should be the MVP of this, of this team, but it's going to be Brock. Yeah. I mean, quarterback always gets it. The fact that we can Brock. debate about it, legitimately debate about it kind of takes away the argument for it. Right. But it's yeah. a QB award, so he'll get it. Dookie man TV donates $2. Oh, Thank you very much. Bird yeah, creatures is based show. on Dookie, man. Uh, Bird Creature says, based on his results, what round should Brock Purdy have been drafted? I think you're going to quarterback like that. He's a first-round quarterback, right? I think so. If you have I a mean, quarterback performing the way Jones is. could be yeah. a first-round pick. If Kenny Pickett could be a first-round pick, then yeah, Brock Purdy yeah. should have been a first-round pick. How about that? Yeah, and then uh, everyone that's like, you know, they want to criticize uh, you yeah. or I for missing on Brock Purdy last year. Well, guess what? 32 teams missed on him as well, including the 49ers, through six rounds. They got him at the end of the seventh. They had no idea that Brock Purdy was going to be able to perform the way he's performing right now. Neither did the 31 other teams. So if I thought I wanted to see more last year, 
I think it's understandable. I, I, I love everyone's like taking a victory laps like they knew Brock Purdy was going to be. No, you didn't. You did not know Brock Purdy was going to play the way he's playing right now. You might not have thought he was thinking dunk, but you did not know he's going to play like this. This is what I'm trying to say, right? This is when the Brock Purdy discourse gets too far, and I try to talk about him on other teams. Okay, so a, a major Brock Purdy fan is going to say that Brock Purdy should have been like a top 10 pick in the draft. Okay, let's go with that. Let's say the Jets took Brock Purdy with the fourth pick in the 2022 draft instead of Sauce Gardner. Would they be better right now? Brock Purdy being a crap team. He'd be struggling. They'd be bad. I, I, or, or, or let's say he went to the Giants with the fifth pick and, and they took him instead of Kayvon Thibodeau. Guess what? They'd suck still. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Or Carolina. Let's say they took him instead of Ikwanu. They'd suck still. You know what I'm saying? Or, or let's say, that, let's say the, 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 the Falcons took him instead of Drake London. They would still suck. I, I, I yeah. Brock's very good, but he's not like changing franchises. Like, and that's to me the kind of quarterback you're taking in the top ten. A guy who just, oh my God, C.J. Stroud, you're on the Texans. They're good. Yeah, they're just good. Yeah, right now, I, I don't think Brock's that kind of a quarterback. Maybe he is. Maybe he is. I don't know. We'll find out. It's just to me, it's just a perfect match. That's what we yeah. have here with Brock Purdy mm-hmm. and the 49ers and Kyle Shanahan. You have the perfect fit. The salary, the style of play, his strengths, the offense with him. The weapons mm-hmm. around him it's the perfect fit but he's not another scenario right he's he's a point guard and he's doing a hell of a job he's a john stockton fantastic but what would what would john stockton do without carl malone right like that's the situation the 49ers are in yeah daza says if we're being honest about the mvps and the niners it's either cmc or trent you could argue it's trent east dad says grant you have raised the bar for quality control dope i tried I put in a lot of years. I'm glad to see it pay off. <laughs> Paris Bell the second says Brock's first game was a comeback against Miami. Comeback against Miami. What was the score was on that one? Seven nothing in the first. Yeah, man. For yeah. sure. Sean says, is it me or is Jalen Hurts overrated? His O-line was giving him all year to throw and he still looked shaky. It seemed like um that offensive line, that offensive coordinator over there, Ben Brian Johnson, he couldn't get anyone open, man. He was running like two-man routes. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Brian Baldinger kind of, I think the Niners secondary did a really good job against two really good uh, wide receivers. How about that? Really good. That's what I, one thing I wanted to we'll talk about. I, I, I don't know what subject we have left, but I did want to talk about these DBs at some point. Yeah, we'll talk about them. Josh Wyatt says, I'm sorry. Every team has weapons. CMC, the MVP, when he was the only weapon in Carolina, the numbers don't lie. The eye test don't lie. I better get my BP MVP chant this week. Dude, 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 dude. Hold on. Don't say every team has weapons. The Niners have the best weapons in the league. That's the truth. And Christian McCaffrey in Carolina on a terrible team put up 2,300 yards and 19 touchdowns. He was the MVP. Like you could put team him on any year. team and he's going to produce unless he's hurt. Can you say that about Brock Purdy? You can put him on any team and he's going to produce. I don't know that. Maybe. Some of the runs Christian McCaffrey had yesterday were wild. Like people don't really know. Like he creates something out of nothing on a regular basis. Yeah, again, watch your eye. How many times do you watch Christian McCaffrey play football? How many times during a game do you ha- say, wow, watching Christian McCaffrey? How many times during a game do you say, wow, watching Brock Purdy? Couple. Couple. Yeah. I think it's more with McCaffrey, but maybe that's not the metric. Stank yeah. the Tank says if Brock wins his first Super Bowl and MVP, they can become the next dynasty. He don't need you to win MVP. They should have been the next dynasty the last ten, the last four years. Like this has been their team for four years. They're finally figuring it out, but they haven't won it yet. Yeah, they needed a quarterback, and they found one. So now they now they're in business, but they got to maintain these players and these salary for for years to come to become a dynasty. So we'll see how they're able to do that, especially if Brock has to get paid. So many people said that Jimmy was the guy for so long, but then he wasn't. Now they say it's yeah. Brock. Well, we'll see. Yeah, Jack's no, says so. Those same people, people, real quick. Those same people. They said Jimmy was the guy for six years are now trying to dunk on me for questioning Brock after eight games. Well, I questioned him for eight games. I changed my opinion. Now I'm seeing uh, who Brock is. Well, some of you guys stayed with Jimmy for six years thinking he was the guy when I was telling you he wasn't for four. So I, I just find that interesting and ironic. Jack's glory says, so, so go take away Kurt Warner's MVPs. He played with four Hall of Famers on the Rams, was trash with the Giants. And why is it uh, so important that 49er fans get Brock Purdy an MVP award? Why why is that so important to guys? Like it's okay to say that he's on a great team. 
I just care if they win a Super Bowl. I want a Lombardi. I could care less about who wins the MVP award, if I'm being real here. Give it to Brock. I don't care. As long as he wins the Super Bowl, then I'm going to be happy. If he doesn't, then I, don't, I could care less about an MVP award. People are so sensitive about it. Who cares if it's CMC or Trent Williams or Brock Purdy? Who gives a damn? Win a Lombardi. Kurt Warner had a better arm than Brock Purdy. <laughs> Sorry. I remember Kurt Warner. Kurt Warner was incredible. He couldn't move. He could not move. But he had an incredible arm. I mean, arm strength, accuracy, quick release, everything. I'm sorry. Chicken Square 71 says, I was wrong about Purdy. If he stays healthy, man, this year, this the year we can win it all. Love the show, and I hope Pops is healthy and doing well. It does feel like this is their year. Eagles signed Shaq Leonard. Uh-oh. Game changer. Uh-oh. Yeah. All right. What did we learn about the Niners in their win over the Eagles? Something that didn't involve Brock Purdy. Here's what I learned more than anything, and this was what I was waiting to see. Can the, can the 49ers defensive backs stay with elite wide receivers when the offensive line is slowing down the pass rush? And the Eagles' O-line is good. Uh, don't get it twisted. The defensive pass rush of the 49ers did a good job, though, of you know staying in the lanes, keeping – Hurts inside, but also not allowing rushing lanes for him. But the defensive backs had to stay with these receivers for long periods of time. And one of the concerns coming into the season was the right side of the line. What would Brock Purdy look like after his, um, you know, coming back from the injury? Obviously, the O-line is fine if Kyle schemes up these quick passes against these elite pass rushing teams. Brock Purdy has shown what he can do. So the question for me that was still remaining was how would these defensive backs stack up against really good receivers if the pass rush isn't able to get home? And the, yesterday we learned that they can do that. They have proven themselves to me. If they can, the only team I still question a little bit if we have to go against like the Dolphins in the Super Bowl, can they hang with that speed? Outside mm -hmm. of that, I'm confident in this defensive back unit to hang with any receivers in the NFL and any team. Yeah, I think, okay, so we learned about their secondary. Yeah, I, I was expecting the Niners to lose that matchup. Yeah. Um, but I think we learned so much about Kyle. I've yeah. always pretty much felt very confident betting against the Niners to win the Super Bowl because I felt it's an issue with him. Like, there is something wrong with Kyle. He could have the best team. He essentially isn't a winner on that. He's, he's a high-level loser. He doesn't make in-game adjustments. He's had two of the biggest Super Bowl collapses ever. He finds ways to lose big games, and I feel like you can't necessarily say that about him anymore. He still has to prove that in the playoffs. But right now, like what he did in that game, having no offense in the first half and then finding a different way to attack the Eagles in last year, that's what he did, right? Yeah. He, His game plan was a joke last year. It was wrong. He defended it. He defended it. He defended it. And then he came in this year with a completely different game plan. Forget under center. Let's get in the gun. Let's get in the pistol. Let's throw quick passes to the flat. It worked. Yeah. Like he looked in the mirror and changed. I always thought he was the, the kind of guy who was so stubborn, so arrogant that he would just always tell himself it wasn't his fault. But he's not that guy. He's actually willing to acknowledge when he can do better, when he can change. And that's if he can do that, he's going to win a Super Bowl. What I thought was the most interesting part about this game plan is it seems like because typically with Kyle Shanahan, it seems like his script is on point. And then mm -hmm. it's, it's it's the in-game adjustments where he struggles. This game was the opposite, right? His script was yeah. not actually great, at least the first two drives. It wasn't a lot big body of Couldn't work. Get Couldn't, yeah, Couldn't get the ball to McCaffrey. Yeah, I didn't. Didn't get the ball to McCaffrey. McCaffrey at all. I don't care how you get the ball to McCaffrey, but you got to get the ball to McCaffrey in your first couple get of series. I don't care how you do it. Yeah, and they're running the right with Debo, which is the Eagles' defensive strength, uh -huh. our weakness. It uh -huh. didn't make a lot of sense, but the 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 – where I got to give him his flowers is when he got off script, when he just started getting into the game plan and adjusting on the fly, that's when he really flourished. And he found out, he found the groove Brock Purdy who did Brock Purdy did look a little nervous to be honest, to start the game. Yeah. And Kyle's game plan looked a little off, but after those first two possessions, they both found their groove. And that was what was impressive with uh, Kyle Shanahan. I got one more thing. I think I learned about the, the Niners, this, the, these Niners. I don't think there's any team in the league that can really beat them i think they just sort of beat themselves when they lose yeah yeah we've seen yeah. them beat themselves i mean they don't necessarily take every game as seriously as this one but when they're like when they have something to prove and they're healthy 
they're they're gonna win. They're gonna yeah, win. Yeah. yeah. Like Here's I'm more concerned else. about them against the Cardinals than I am against them against the Eagles, right? Like the Eagles say, like, okay, you know they're gonna give the Eagles their best shot. Against the Cardinals, they just might not show up. Right. They can only beat themselves. No, but they're There's, better than every, they're better than every team in the NFL. I think period. it's pretty clear. If they play up to their standard, they should beat every team. So that means they could win the Super Bowl this year. But here, here's another thing. Go ahead. I do want to see them against Miami and Baltimore and Kansas City, like those AFC teams. K- yeah. Kansas City never seems phased by the Niners when they face them. Just, but yeah. that was that's in the past. Yeah, I think those defense is actually better this year. I think the the sign of Chase Young was also huge. Um, I, the defense is better this year, so we'll see how they stack up against Patrick Mahomes, who has less weapons at the receiver position. Uh, but something else we learned, man, Debo still got it. Debo, when he wants to, he can play like 21-21 Debo. He still has it. Uh, and that's when he wants to do. When he wants so, to. So what, <laughs> funny, man. I mean, they're paying him $24 million a year to want to do it. He should want to do it. And I feel like Kyle Shanahan tries to bring it out of him. He always gives him a play in the first series. Like, hey, man, you're involved in the game. Don't mm-hmm. check out on us. Uh, I like the idea of playing him at uh, kick returner. Dude, the first play is coming to you. Yeah. Set the tone because we're not going to give you 10 targets anymore. You don't get 10 targets on this team anymore. We got to, you're making a lot of money. And I used to say that, man. I think Debo's return kicks would be like, that's too dangerous. He could get hurt. It's football, it's all dangerous. Why would you not put your best player there? And immediately he had a long kickoff return. I love him there. I love that. Do it against the Eagles. Do it in the playoffs. Here's another one. Put CMC at punt returner in the playoffs. Put CMC at punt returner in the playoffs. That's dangerous. Like, this guy could break one. I felt like Debo was going to break one yesterday. He almost did a couple of times. And you put CMC back there. Now I trust that guy. Please don't have Bell back there. Please don't have Bell back there in the playoffs. I swear, Kyle, if you have Bell returning punts, I'm going to lose it. Uh, hopefully Ray Ray comes back. He's definitely more consistent, and I feel better with him back there. But man, put CMC up punt returner, put Debo a kick returner in the playoffs. Dangerous. Is this a Super Bowl team? Are we looking at the sixth Lombardi? Is this it? I it's as close as it's been since Kyle's been here to me looking at this team. I I feel way more confident than I ever felt with Jimmy Garoppolo at quarterback. I feel confident in this defense and Wilkes. I feel confident in these players. We have CMC now. If Brock, if these guys stay healthy, man, if Fred Warner, Nick Bosa, uh, Brock Purdy, CMC, George Kittle, Debo, Trent Williams, if these guys stay healthy, absolutely, man. I think this might be the year for the 49ers to go all the way. I, I feel like they can. Okay. We'll see. They're nine and three, right? Nine and three. Yeah. Yeah. So they got five more regular season games. And if they don't get the number one seed, which they could, they'll have four more playoff games if they're going to win the Super Bowl. So they have eight or nine more games left if they're going to win the Super Bowl. Fourth oldest team in the league. What's up with Armstead's foot? Yeah, can that Brock Purdy stay healthy for the rest of the way? Can Christian McCaffrey stay healthy for the rest of the way? What's up with, you know, can Debo? There's some, can Kittle? There's some guys. King Bosa. So right now, in early December, the best team in the NFL. But we've said that about the Niners like the last two years. Right around yeah. now is when the Niners make it clear they're the best team in the league. It's the same group of guys. Yeah, They're the best team in the league in 2019 at this time. We've seen this. Yeah, It hasn't translated <laughs> to a championship yet. So um, I'm going to chill. I've seen the Niners prove, prove that, make this statement, prove this point at this yeah. time of the season before. <clears throat> they got eight or nine more games left. Let's see what happens with attrition, all that. I'm pretty sure if the Niners beat the Seahawks and the Rams lose to Baltimore this next week, that that secures the NFC West for the 49ers. T-shirt game next Sunday, if that happens. Um, So they got to balance it a little bit, I think, as far as like monitoring what the Eagles are doing. If the Eagles lose to the Cowboys, then the Niners need to finish this thing strong. But they kind of got to balance it and, and keep those guys healthy. Right. Like when the game's in hand, pull those guys out. Like, because that's the key. If you can keep those key players healthy through the playoffs, I, I really believe this team can win a, a Lombardi. Uh, I really do that this is the best, most talented team that they've had. They got a quarterback finally who's absolutely capable. 
Uh, and if Kyle keeps this team clicking the way it's clicking right now, to me, they can definitely win a Lombardi. I feel like this is their best chance. Uh, they're an older team. They're just going to be older next year. Brock Purdy is great now. How much better is he going to get? He's so advanced. He's so skilled. He knows the offense like the, you know, backward and front. Where is the where is the area for him to improve next? I, or will he? Or, or will the league just catch up to where he's at right now? I don't know. He'll get more expensive. He'll get older. He'll get slower. I don't know. Right now, he's really tough to stop. Feels like, again, it feels like the 2012 Seahawks team. A juggernaut, a team that is better than your average excellent NFL team because they've sort of circumvented the salary cap. They're not paying a quarterback, essentially. They're yeah. not paying a quarterback, and he's playing like an MVP. What other team can say that? None. Yeah. It, coming into the, the game yesterday, you would have said, who are the best two rosters? Who has the best two rosters in the NFL? Complete from top to bottom, defense, offense. You would have said the Eagles and the 49ers. Niners just whooped on the Eagles 42 to 19 in their house. There's no other team built to beat the 49ers out there. Uh, it, it, I, I just don't see it. They, if they play their level of football that, that they're capable of playing and everyone's healthy, they can absolutely go all the way this year. Here's the Brock Purdy effect the Niners traded DeForest Buckner because they decided they couldn't spend big money on three D linemen. They had Armstead and D Ford, and they decided couldn't have Buckner too, so they traded him. And that was when they had Jimmy Garoppolo. But now that Garoppolo and his contract are gone, and Brock Purdy and his contract are here, the Niners went out and got Javon Hargrave. So essentially, that's the value of Brock Purdy. If you want to make the argument that Brock Purdy's the MVP, you should probably talk about his contract too because he's so cheap. It's like. It's him and Javon Hargrave. It's like he plays defense too. You have to yeah. count sacks in his stat line because Javon Hargrave is essentially on the team because of Brock Purdy's co contract. Right. It's important. It's is this important. year or next year? Is this year next year? Cheap. This is their this is chance. It. Yeah. Go this win the thing, it. man. Go win the thing. Because if he wins the MVP this year and he puts up numbers like this next year, he's going to get paid like an elite quarterback. And then that'll change the entire – Then. Hargrave will be gone. Armstead will be gone. The defense won't be the same. And he'll really have to carry the team the way he couldn't during those three games. Maybe he can down the line. But this right now, he doesn't have to. He's right. just one of the guys, and he's uh, carrying his weight for sure. Absolutely. So, yeah. This um, is it. Ethan M. says, Eagle sign Shaq Leonard. We got you. Anoop says 300 yards plus four TDs at Philly. Brock has transformed the culture of this team. I, uh, Kittle, I, Trent, and Kyle now um, imbibe Brock's Super Bowl champ mentality. Does anyone else kind of get Saints vibes from this game? Remember oh, when yeah. Jimmy just put it on the Saints? Saints were a good team back then. Drew Brees, mm -hmm. Sean Payton. Yeah, I mean, I... I don't. I try not to correlate anything with Brock and Jimmy, man. Because Jimmy, <laughs> I don't know. I got my, I got feelings about Jimmy. I, I I like what Brock's done better. And like I said, man, I think Brock's had three games that were better than this this year. It's just the opponent, the magnitude, the weight of this game is what elevates what he did yesterday so much for everybody. But if you actually look at what he was asked to do, this is this is probably his fourth best game of the season. Josh White says all teams have weapons. Every wide receiver in this league is a freak alien at this point. The difference is always a quarterback, which is why MVP is a quarterback award. Yes, but the Niners have an, an all-pro running back, an all-pro wide receiver, an all-pro tight end, and a, another wide receiver who might be the best of all of them. So I don't think other teams have that. It's like how people would argue against Steph Curry winning the MVP award when he had Kevin Durant on his team and Klay Thompson and Jay Green and all these guys, Andre Iguodala, like – it's the same thing. You're like, how, how can you give him the MVP award if he has this great team? Right? It's the same argument. Moises Rosales, his first Niner game for me yesterday at the link, looked like 35% Niner fans there yesterday. It's a lot of Niner fans. And if you don't, world, uh, countrywide. And if you don't believe me, tune into the cone phone on Saturdays. There's people from all over the country. It's the coolest thing. Crazy gaming. Oh, oh yeah. Crazy yeah. Gaiman says Niners will win the Super Bowl this year against the Chiefs. What do you think of the ejection of Greenlaw after watching the vid? The security guy started it. Also, the replay shows Greenlaw's tackle was legal. You can't suplex guys. 
I so I don't believe that that was a legal tackle. It's not the out of bounds things. You can't suplex. You can't pick them up and slam them. That's illegal. Um, so that was bad. That was a, a, a dumb move. I like that he's like that. To be honest, I like that he's physical enforcer. Uh, but you can't do that. So uh, that part was wrong on Greenlaw. Now, when somebody puts their hands on you, hey, if you want to thumb their lip, you want to go ahead, Greenlaw. I mean, I, I it's stupid. You don't want to get kicked out. You got to think your team, especially when the playoffs and Super Bowl comes. But I understand it. People shouldn't be touch. You don't don't touch me if you don't want me to touch you back. Like, so I get why he did it, but he also has to overcome and be smarter. Yeah, I mean, they both got ejected, right? And it would have been better if only the Philly guy got ejected. Like Greenlaw, you're still in control of your own actions, you know. Right. And you didn't. You made a choice to retaliate, which was frankly selfish because it cost your team. team. Yeah, it cost your team, and you do right. that too much. Um, but yeah, will they win the Super Bowl against the Chiefs this year? Maybe. Uh, I do think it's kind of interesting that, like, ultimately this play didn't matter. It may matter if it's a pattern that goes forward, but I think even when the Niners win by 23, fans want to be mad (laughs) at the refs. So it's like, yeah, we could celebrate this win, but like, let's get, why are the, why are the refs trying to screw us? It's like, Hey man, I thought the Niners got away with some stuff. To be honest, I didn't. I wasn't mad at the refs yesterday. The Niners got away with some holds, uh, some possible Maybe. pass interference calls. Like the the, the refs kind of let the game play, right? Like Lane Johnson's still jumping off sides, but and they, he got called once on it. But I thought on both sides, I think the, the refs kind of just let things play. Like they didn't they didn't flag whoever it was that pushed uh, Hurts down out of bounds. That could have been a penalty too. So I wasn't mad at the refs at all yesterday. You're not that guy, pal, says Purdy plus Elijah Mitchell is better than Darnold plus CMC equals Purdy MVP. I couldn't well, follow that. Crazy. I couldn't. <laughs> I, that I can't. Andy 707 says Eagle just signed Shaq Leonard. No one cares. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. The Eagles? I barely remember them. They're toast. And one thing I want to say about the Eagles before we, we're done. Yeah. Uh, the Niners didn't want to talk about the tush push last week, and I was wondering why. They just didn't want to talk about it. Yeah. And I think I know why. I think they knew they were going to smoke the Eagles, and I think they thought that the Eagles were getting all this attention because of a stupid, glorified quarterback sneak. Yeah. I think the Niners are thinking, man, we're so much better than this team, and they're getting picked to win because they can quarterback sneak it? Okay. All right. Yeah. Let's just not talk about it. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's a, it's honestly irrelevant because you can't beat it in that situation. The only way you beat it is by not letting them get in those situations. Niners did a great job of that yesterday, not allowing them to get in third and short very often at all outside of that touchdown. I think they ran it, what, back-to-back, and that was it for that touchdown. Um, outside of that, they didn't have opportunities to do it because the Niners held them on third and long most, most of the time. That's right. Anyway, that's the show. This is a great week, man. Niners, thank you for winning. Business is booming. Keep keep those casual fans coming in. I bet we got a whole new batch of Niner fans that never really watched the team until they beat Philly. We're probably seven years old. Thank you for watching, everyone. Thank you for clicking over from Door of the Explorer and checking us out. We're we're we you know we'll break it down for you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. youngsters. Yeah, welcome youngsters. I'll see you guys this afternoon. Take care. All the best. Subscribe to Ryan's channel. Please do. <laughs>